John Campbell utilizes the great game of basketball to develop the full authenticity of his athletes, both on the court and in the classroom. He's entering his eighth season as the head men's basketball coach at the University of Toronto. He knows how to build a winning culture, both in the gym and in the grand experiment we call life. He prides himself on giving his athletes the foundational structure they need to succeed in athletics and beyond their playing careers. He joined me this week to reflect upon the impact he's made in the greater Toronto area, both for the university and the community at large. I'm Kevin McShann. Let's have this conversation. began his remarks by reflecting upon the eight years he's been at the helm of the Varsity Blues and the impact he's made on both the program and the greater Toronto area. Well, I think the biggest thing that, that I've tried to do and that I think us as a staff at U of T have tried to do is create a sense of... Uh, I don't know, sort of uh, selflessness and, and dedication within our players. And so it's it not specific to basketball, but more specific to whatever they choose to do uh, in life, you know, while they're playing basketball, but also beyond. So I think we've tried to really create an environment where we're trying to develop people and, and helping people, you know, maximize their potential as much as anything. And uh, let's dive into a little bit of uh, creating relationships because I know a large part of coaching is the mentorship aspect of it. So I'm, I'm curious about asking you, what's been the best part about uh, formulating relationships with, with your players during uh, the eight years you've been there? I think the, the biggest thing is just seeing them develop over that time, you know, and in some cases they, they deal with a lot of adversity at different times during your relationship to be able to see them, I guess, encounter the, the adversity, but then work through it and come out the other side of it uh, in a much better place is pretty incredible. And, and, you know, when you see players graduate and move on to, to careers outside of basketball and start families and things like that, I think in a lot of ways, that's it, it's witnessing the growth and, and feeling as though not necessarily playing a role, but, but having a great, uh, a great opportunity to witness it really in close range. And coach, as you know, uh, when you have a platform such as yours as the head coach of the uh, major university, uh, you also uh, encourage your players, I'm sure, uh, about the value of uh, community service. So I'm wondering uh, your, your uh, 
level of commitment, commitment to making sure that your players give back to the community they serve. Yeah, I, I mean, I think obviously when, when we're in person a little bit more, then it, it becomes much easier uh, for our players to, to organize and, and do some things. I think what we've tried to do this year most, most often is to, to raise issues and to just encourage our guys to, to do some research, uh, to figure out, you know, the things that really affect them on a personal level. And then, okay, how do we, how do we affect change now uh, and, and contribute? you know, not just to, to your own personal perspective, but to those people around you. And um, so I, I think the, the, the people in university have a real luxury in a sense that they're able to, uh, to, to really sort of uh, experience that growth over their time at university and, and encounter new ideas and maybe get a different perspective on the world. And, you know, we have students from so many different places uh, both in our program, but on our campus. And I think just the opportunity for us all to, to see other people's perspectives and then be able to, to hopefully go back and, uh, and have an impact on that. Joshua, how would you um, um, describe your coaching philosophy and how do you connect with players on the course? I think the biggest thing for us is we try and, and focus on the moment um, you know, as an athlete, as a coach, and what can we do in this moment right now to, you know, to improve, to perform at a high level and, and to maybe make an impact. And, and again, I think it's, it's that philosophy that, you know, we able, we're able to kind of cultivate in the basketball uh, arena, but that you want to be able to take with you after that, to be able to, uh, I think, focus a little bit just on, on, you know, how, the, how you make the best of every moment. From a communication perspective, um, I would say, you know, I, I try and be, uh, be genuine and, and open. Uh, one of the things that's happened in COVID is there's been a lot of time away from the court where we've been able to try and cultivate relationships and get to know our players on a, on a different level. Because even though we don't see them as much, we get a chance to talk about other things other than basketball. So that's, uh, you know, that's been a, an interesting sort of benefit of the, the COVID pandemic for us. And coach, I know that you have some international experience serving as an assistant coach for uh, Team Canada, and you also helped uh, Canada uh, to a silver medal in Switzerland. So I'm wondering if you can give me an overview of your international experience as well. Yeah, I've been really fortunate. Uh, you know, I think I started uh, with the Canadian women's team uh, back in, in sort of early 2000 or 2001. Uh, as an assistant to Allison McNeil, and uh, then to have a chance to to contribute to to Leo Routen's staff uh, as a video coach in in 2008, and then the FISU Games, it's really been an incredible opportunity, uh, not just to to you know work with great coaches and and be a part of a staff, but work with great players, but in other cases just to see the world. And I've had. Uh, good fortune to go to places that I never would have dreamed to have a chance to see uh, over my life and to, to go there, uh, learn a little bit more about the culture, meet athletes and, and coaches from all different uh, parts of the world uh, is, is really a, a gift, I think, in a lot of ways. And, and it's sort of what, what basketball has given back to me, for sure. And I'm curious to ask you, what do you think is the keys or the ingredients to developing a championship culture? 
Yeah, I think it's really the trying to create a mindset for everyone involved that, uh, you know, we need to be greater than the sum of our parts. And, and that idea of not only how do I play well, but how do I help my teammates have success? And, and as coaches, how do we help our athletes have success instead of sort of, you know, constantly looking out for our own personal views, it's, it's how do we put the, the view of the team and, and, and that sort of vision as the, the primary focus for us. And I think when you, especially when you can get your best players to uh, adopt that mentality, it, you really have a chance to be a successful team. And, and off the court, Coach, I want to go back to the value of uh, human connection for just a second. What is uh, the one life lesson you hope uh, your players take away from being a part of your program, which they can apply to the rest of their life after basketball is over? Yeah, I think it's really that mindset that uh, we have to be part of something bigger than ourselves. And, uh, you know, whether, you know, you're giving financially, you're giving in your time, or you're just uh, appreciative of perspective, I guess I want our athletes to always graduate and, and know that they're, you know, part of a, a global uh, citizenship. And how do we, you know, how do we have a positive effect on that on a daily basis? And, uh, you know, far more so than than talking about things and everything else it's how do we allow our actions to to speak for ourselves and really uh you know to to try and uh, again just each day contribute positively to the world and you had mentioned earlier that uh this covid pandemic has allowed you to connect with your athletes in different ways but I, i'm curious from an athletic standpoint how have you managed uh, the COVID uh, pandemic and how excited are you to get back on the course? Yeah, it's, uh, it's been a real challenge. And in, in, in Toronto, you know, we haven't been in the gym since uh, sort of the, the early part of November, I guess. And so you're constantly dealing with, uh, you know, Zoom meetings like we're in right now and, and, and phone calls and things like that. And, you know, we do team workouts uh, online and, and that's been positive. But I think, you know, our athletes and coaches are all really excited to just get back into the gym and, and, and really rebuild those relationships. And uh, I think we'll all have so much positive emotion just from the opportunity to participate again that uh, the relationships are going to get closer uh, very quickly. Coach, I'm curious to get your perspective on the growth of uh, wheelchair basketball and the opportunity of uh, social connection for uh, people with disabilities as well. You know, Coach, I was born with what's called um, spastic quadriplegic cerebral palsy, and I always look for values of social connection for people with disabilities. So I'm curious to ask you about uh, the rise of in popularity of wheelchair basketball as well. Well, I think, uh, you know, in Canada's case, the success of our wheelchair basketball team uh, has been incredible. And, and that's probably over the last 20 years. I know certainly in my time in the Maritimes, uh, great uh, athlete, Dave Durapos, who played, who's from uh, New Brunswick. And, and so I think it's it's been really positive to have everyone have a chance to actually experience playing wheelchair basketball as well. And whether you're, you're able-bodied or, or not to be able to, 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 
to play the game and 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 see the common points between uh, the two games is is incredible. And then I think also just um, to be able to participate and, and see the uh, the athleticism of the game is is uh, I think a, a great experience. And now with uh, I think the training group working out of the the Pan Am Center in uh, in Scarborough. Uh, I think it's really helped the athletes have that permanent sort of training opportunity and, and it's helped the growth of the game as well. Coach, I'm curious, away from the court, what do you like to do for fun and how do you, how do you sort of find your center away from basketball? What's your release away from basketball when you're not coaching? Yeah, and you know, we've had a lot of chance to, over the last year or so, to really work on that. and. Um, yeah, I try and, uh, I guess, exercise and, uh, and stay fairly active. Uh, unfortunately, I'm uh, not playing the game anymore. So uh, other than in the driveway with my daughters. Uh, but really, I would say, you know, physical activity. Uh, and then I read a, I read a lot, uh, a lot of fiction. And now I'm just uh, trying to participate on a daily basis in, uh, you know, my family life. And two daughters in high school and... Uh, dogs and all that kind of stuff so that's kind of the grounding and the uh the entertainment away from the game and how's the digital online learning going for your daughter's coach how are we uh, surviving that that going okay yeah they're doing well i mean i think uh they certainly miss their friends and they miss get, getting away to school um you know we have sort of a small house so the four of us are always in meetings and online at the same time but uh but they're doing quite well so they're 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 having some success and um, we can't really complain at all about uh, how it's gone. Fantastic. And my final question for you this morning, coach, I'm wondering if you've given any thought to your legacy as a coach, a father and a person, what do you want your legacy to be most defined by? I think the biggest thing is sort of what we've tried to get across to our players is just, again, that idea that, uh, you know, not only are we trying to have some success on the basketball court, but more than anything, we're trying to contribute to the success uh, of the people around us. And, and how do how do we try and do that on a daily basis? And, you know, to be in my position and, and get to work with young people uh, over, you know, a really important time in their lives is pretty fulfilling. And if, you know, if you can just kind of make that connection and, and get them to think about their place in the world and how they can sort of positively affect the world. I think it's, it's pretty easy to get motivated on a daily basis. And coach, if anyone wants to support the university of Toronto, Toronto's men's basketball program, what's the best way they can do that? We have on our team webpage, we have a, a link right now that takes you directly to donations. Um, and if there's different ways they want to donate where it's not uh, financial, um, just to reach out to me via email and uh, we'll make the connection and, and find a way to, uh, you know, create that relationship. Fantastic, Coach. I really want to thank you for your time, your expertise, and the work you do to uh, mentor our future leaders of tomorrow. I really want to thank you for your time this morning and for joining me. It's most appreciated. My pleasure, Kevin. Take care, and uh, it's been great talking to you.